0: Welcome to Ask the Personal Trainer podcast, brought to you by ForeverFit.tv with your host, Nicola Riley, here to help you find real health and wellness. Hey, welcome to the show. I'm Nicola Riley from ForeverFit.tv and the online gym. Make sure you check it out at ForeverFit forward slash online gym. Hey, in today's episode, I am talking all about how you can run faster. So I'm going to give you some tips on how you can get your leg turnover happening quicker, how you can build up your fitness, and so ultimately you can move faster between places that you are wanting to get to, whether it's a running event or whether you're simply just wanting to be able to move quicker. So the first way to move quicker is to first lose weight because if you are carrying around a whole lot of extra weight and extra body fat this makes it a whole lot harder for you to be moving your body. When you are moving your body it takes a whole lot more effort and a whole lot more energy expenditure and the reason I bring this up as a really important point is because so many people use Um, running as a term of weight loss and they don't take any um, attention into their nutrition and into their sleep. In order for you to lose weight, huge attention needs to be paid into the food that you're eating, to the sleep that you're getting and the lifestyle that you're leading. And then you can use your running and using exercise to boost your metabolism and to help you lose weight. You cannot outrun a bad diet and so many people do this. They're running every day, they're trying to burn calories or outrun the last muffin and the best thing you can do before you even start running is pay attention to the food that you're eating, get it right, get clean, nutritious, nutrient-dense food that is right for your body, reduce stress hormones, reduce um, uh, the stresses in your life, improve your digestion, get your body functioning optimally and then you will lose the weight and then you'll be able to ultimately be able to move your body faster because it's not having to carry around extra weight as you move. The other thing that you want to do is you want to introduce into your training more um more speed work where you are turning your legs over faster so whenever I do um, training programs for people and inside the online gym there's a whole lot of training programs everything from a beginner's running program through to um, a marathon training program core 30-day core challenges everything in there and in these programs you'll have runs that are like time trials or you'll have interval running or you'll have an endurance run And these specific sort of runs are there for a reason. One of the first types of runs that you do is about increasing the cadence, the turnover of your legs and how fast your legs are moving. How many steps in are you getting in per minute? Ideally, you want to be aiming to around a cadence of 90. And so the way you measure this personally is you head out and you run and you count how many steps do you take in 20 seconds times that by three and you'll have your cadence. And if you're sitting at around 30 per 20 seconds, then you're sitting in a good cadence of your leg turnover. Then the more fitter you get, the longer the distance you're going to be able to travel and that cadence is also going to increase. If you're sitting below that cadence, then you're going to want to be starting to increase the, your leg turnover and getting your body used to that. And the way that you do that is through interver- introducing interval sort of sprints. The next thing that you could do is that you could introduce once a week where you use something like a treadmill or you use a very um, clean and stable track Where you're able to just focus purely on your running technique. The great thing about a treadmill is it takes away all the interruptions that happen when you are out running with nature. You know, dodging things or traffic lights or crossing the road. You want to teach your body to keep a consistent cadence, keep a consistent tempo and allow your muscles to adapt to that consistency. And using a treadmill is a really valuable way of getting your running technique really well, especially if you can have it in a weird place where you can see in a mirror your actual running and if you can't, then also getting somebody to can be a really good idea to get somebody to film you. Or if you can't get somebody to film you, if you're running down some streets, you might see your reflection in a window. And this can be a really good tool just to assess how you are running. I talked about this in the last episode, all about how to introduce running. And I slightly talked about running technique. When you run you want to have a slight tilt forward of your body and you want to be nice and tall through your spine and then your legs are um, hitting down through the midfoot and down into the heel first. Then you want to make sure your shoulders are relaxed and your arms are at 90 degrees and you've just got a nice relaxed rhythm happening with your body. Often people will be really bent over or they might be far too upright and when you're really upright every time you take a stride you're almost putting your your body your body's foot on the brakes as you hit the pavement what you want to do is you want to be using the momentum of gravity and the momentum of your body so that your feet are just moving you through like they're just pushing you back and allowing you to keep moving forward. So take a look at your technique. So a treadmill is a great way to do this if you've got access to a mirror beside it and you're about to see your running technique and there's a really good website Chi Running which gives you lots of information all about that kind of thing and it's about that relaxed turnover of your legs and taking an opportunity once a week where you're just really focusing on your technique. The other thing that you could do is you could start to run some hills, so add some hills into your week. And the reason this is so fantastic is because this allows you to achieve a really high intensity in your workout, but without the impact that happens when you're running on the roads or when you're running on the flat surfaces. So number one, you're going to reduce the, in, the amount of injury, the risk of injury and you're also going to reduce the impact that your body's um, absorbing from the ground so try once a week to include some hills into your running next thing that you want to try and include into your training is some plyometrics. And these are really explosive type exercises. So that's like bounding your body off the ground. And the reason this is so fantastic is it teaches your your body to be able to rebound from the ground. It teaches you to, be able to absorb the ground. It teaches your muscles to be able to push you back off. And so what this is doing is decreasing the amount of contact time that you have with the ground. And this is going to then over time this adds up and so if you're running um some starting to add some longer distances and you have improved the way your body reacts when your muscles um hit the ground you're going to be improving the way that your body absorbs things you're going to be decreasing the amount of impact that goes through your body and you're going to be teaching your body to run more efficiently so the way you include more plyometrics into your training is hit style workouts, and these are the type of workouts that are in the online gym. So, um, and also the extreme sort of workouts, and this is including things that like get your heart rate right up, and combine the interval training with the intensity. But then they have the moves like hopping or skipping. Box jumps, speed skater sort of techniques, all these sorts of things that really lift the heart rate up and teach your body to absorb the ground and bounce from it. So think of jump lunges, frog jumps, um, donkey kicks, all these kind of things are really fantastic, good plyometric exercises. Then the last thing that you want to make sure that you're doing is keep your training really consistent. Success equals dedication times consistency. So make sure that you keep your running consistent. You keep moving your body in the way that it's designed to move so that you keep things functioning optimally. Even when you have days when you're super busy, make sure you move that body and keep it active and keep it running. You want to make sure that at least every three to four days you're including activities that include gait and that's so you're running. So depending on the amount of running that you're doing is going to depend on the distance but if you're somebody who is trying to build up for a 10k or a half marathon even a marathon you want to make sure that you're running every 72 hours every three to four days but not closing that gap too much because you want to also make sure that you are getting that recovery time in as well so consistency is the key so often people might select Um, colds and flus and and busyness through work and then every two weeks they go out and they run two k's and then the next week they run three or four times a week and then the next week they're running once a week and then they miss a couple of weeks and that lack of consistency is going to affect your performance so no matter what you do make sure you plan yourself a schedule and I've got all these sorts of schedules in the online gym all about helping you Map your ideal training. They're all completely balanced so that you can build your fitness up safely. You're going to get your body used to what you're asking of it. And this is everything from a beginner's running program through a mouth and training program. There's lifestyle balance programs, fitness programs in there for mums getting back to fitness. So there's everything that you need to be able to help you build yourself up safely, along with the video workouts, yoga routines, mobility work. So it's about consistency, finding a regular routine. Getting your body really um, adapted to what you're going to be asking of it. So, those three, those six things again. Number one, you want to make sure that you aren't running away from a bad diet. Get your diet right so that you're able to lose weight, you're able to boost your metabolism, you're and you're gaining energy so that actual running is more isn't requiring as much effort as if you were carrying around a whole lot of extra kgs. It feels much better when you've lost the weight and then you're able to run. If you are using running as a weight loss tool, you want to be building this up slowly and starting with walking to begin with. Number two, increase the amount of cadence. This is about how much leg turnover you're going through, so you want to make sure that once a week you are doing something to increase your leg speed. Number three, use a treadmill or use like videos to be able to check out your running technique and find out how your body is running and is there a way you can make your running more efficient and more relaxed. Yeah. Number four, run hills. Make sure you're getting plenty of intensity into your training and use the hills to reduce impact in your week. Five, plyometrics. Add plenty of plyometrics into your training so that you are teaching your body how to absorb the ground and how to rebound from the ground. And consistency. Consistency times dedication over time equals success. Make sure you sign up to my newsletter foreverfit.tv and if you haven't already sign up to my Facebook page forward slash foreverfit.tv and get all the updates of everything that's been happening at on the website and also in the online gym so everything that you need to be able to help you find real health and wellness is inside the online gym weekly schedules, programs and it is all going on with an online yoga retreat coming out very soon Hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you really soon for your next one. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.